0: Hello everybody and welcome once again to The Brink as we bring you episode 29 of the most brinkaliciously brinkin' awesome podcast this side of North America. I can't say America anymore because I'm actually sitting in Canada, or am I really? I'm actually sitting in Quebec, which as I am learning apparently isn't part of Canada according to a lot of Quebec Beckians or whatever, I don't know, we'll work that out in a minute. But uh, we've got a big, big episode as always. We've got uh, plenty of special guests, regular segments, all that sort of jazz. We're getting straight into it right now because, again, I'm in Canada. I'm in Montreal, which is in Quebec. And I'm sitting here right now with an actual Canadian. They, they do exist. Uh, she's French Canadian, which is Canadian. Her name is Jess. Now, I, I want to try and say your last name because I don't think I've ever actually said your last name before. So how would I, how would one introduce yourself? What is your last name?
1: You want to give it a shot first.
0: I, I I I don't have it in front of me. It's like <laughs> Jess Trape, 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 Trapeze artist or something or Trepanier. Trepanier, mm-hmm. Right. Okay. So Jess Trepanier. Yes. Sounds very French. Yes. French sorry, 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 French Canadian.
1: Absolutely.
0: Right. Okay. So thank you for joining us. First of all, it's a pleasure to have you on the show. <laughs> An thank actual you. French Canadian Quebecois. Québécoise. Québécoise. Mm-hmm. Why do you have to... What's that like at the end?
1: Because I'm a girl. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... Québécois instead of québécois. So Québécoise, guys, and girls are québécois
0: So, obviously, the French language is very much... You have, what, effeminate and masculine... Mm-hmm. Why, why don't we do that in English?
1: I'm not sure. I, okay. It makes the French language that much more complicated.
0: But doesn't it make kind of the French language sexist that you've got to separate the <laughs> two? Like, I mean, the English language is very accommodating. We it, we, it doesn't matter whether you're a man or a woman, you know?
1: Well, in Spanish, they have feminine and masculine as well. They do
0: it in German. I know they do it in, in German as well. So
1: what's wrong with the like, the English language? So then?
0: Europeans are just a, a sexist, but the English are not. <laughs> so that's why they separate it from Brexit because, you know, their language is not... I'm trying to. That's exactly why. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it took them all. It took them all these years to work that out. Basically, like, oh fuck it, we're like just going to go away from these sexist Europeans mm-hmm. and do our own thing. So okay, so I went before when I was talking about joking about Quebec not being part of Canada, and you've tried to explain this to me in the last day or so. I mean what what is it about Quebec and Canada why why do people in Quebec not want to be part of Canada?
1: Um I don't think it's not wanting to be part of Canada it's wanting to keep our keep their own identity. Right. Because um the French came here first and then we spoke mostly French. And when the Brits took over, we wanted to keep our French identity because it was so different than, the, like, whatever they were coming in with. Mm-hmm. And they developed Ontario, Upper Canada at that point, And there was a lot of animosity between Upper Canada and Lower Canada. So I think it's just been hanging around since then.
0: And, and so there was a referendum in recent times. 1995. 1995, where Quebec voted to try and become their own country, but mm-hmm. it just failed.
1: Yes. It was 49% to 51%.
0: And everywhere I've been here so far, and you pointed this out to me as well, I mean, I've been obviously been to Montreal before, but I'm saying, I guess, a little bit more on that side of the city is that there's lots of Quebec flags, but I don't really see Canadian flags. Mm-mm. So they, they still have that, I guess, staunchly like, uh, oh, fuck you, Canada. We are <laughs> Quebec. It's, I don't know if that's, <laughs> that's too French.
1: but It's a very France-French uh, accent. Um, I think it's just we're very proud of our Quebec culture. It's very different than the rest of Canada because the rest of Canada is mostly in- English-speaking. Mm-hmm. And our culture is very different than the rest of Canada, even though... I mean, we're all part of the same country. The language thing makes a big difference. And I think the culture thing makes a big difference. And that's why we have the Quebec flag up more so than the Canadian one.
0: And what 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 does Quebec mean in French? Like, is that actually... Does Quebec... Signify anything, or is it just the name of a person, or what do you know?
1: Um, what I remember from my history classes a while ago, um, it's basically Canada and Quebec are, I believe, words from the First Nations and stuff. People that were the Ameri- uh, Amerin that were here before. This
0: is Canada's native people. Yes, sort of the Canadian, I guess, Aboriginals. Or? Yes. Okay. Right. Yes. Right. And and because. There's actually something I remember learning last year when I did the trip at Ottawa and we went to that, the Canadian History Museum, was learning that, we, we, this is what, just a warning, on the brink, we just go from one topic to the other quickly sure. like that. We don't, you know, in a minute we'll be talking about, like, I don't know, Britney Spears or something. I have no idea. All but right. like, that even the name and the terminology for, I guess, Canada's native people is like they, like the official, the proper way of referring to them, if you know what I mean, like it's, you've got to... The, the correct terminology, I guess I'm trying to say, has changed too, right? Like, or are there I don't know what my question is. For the
1: <laughs> Army and Navy?
0: No, no, no. So, like, we obviously call Australia's Indigenous people. Indigenous people. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, we call them Aboriginal people. Mm. So, what is the correct terminology for Canada's Indigenous people?
1: First Nations. So,
0: First Nations. Yes. My point was, I think what I'm trying to say <laughs> is in the museum is that I think I saw that, but because they also have been called many other things over
1: the years, have they not? or um, I think, well, we... There was the term Amerindians mm-hmm. and okay. w- then there was like the whole the different tribes. So the Iroquois and the Algonquins and depending on where in Canada. And now I think it's just straight up First Nations to okay. sort of incorporate everybody.
0: See, I, I'm, I'm losing myself in terms mm-hmm. of asking my own questions. So um, is there still a push for Quebec to become its own country? Like is this still a thing that they, they want to happen or?
1: When it's election time... Certain parties will bring it up because they think it's still a strong selling point, especially the further you go out into the regions, like not so much in the city of Montreal, but the further out you go, um, the more the population wants uh, to separate. It's more traditional values and not as open-minded and whatnot the further you go out. So they still want to separate. They still think that's the only way to be a true Quebecois, to separate from Canada. However, I think even my generation nowadays, um, perhaps not as strongly. They don't feel as strongly for the whole separate from Canada, although we do want to keep our own identity. We don't want to just mesh into the whole English Canada part, but I don't think we necessarily want to separate because I think we understand the realistic issues that are going to happen if we do separate.
0: I find it like fascinating with Canada that obviously bilingual, you know, everything's got to be like in English and, and French, but you come here and obviously it's kind of the opposite. Everything's French, then English. Mm-hmm. But then like, as I mentioned to you before, when we're driving around, it's kind of like, you, there's lots of areas where it's just, it's all French. You don't even see English part of it. And like everywhere you go here, you walk into a shop, it's straight up, it's like, oh, bonjour. And, and I'm just like, oh, bonjour, English. Like, mm-hmm. Oh, we oui, English, English. Um, and yet like when you go to, you know, Toronto or Vancouver and all that sort of stuff, it's always just like, hello. Like if you went to Vancouver, yes. Hypothetically, I'm just going as far west as I can think of, and you walked into a shop and were like, you know, they're like, oh, hello, and you were just like, bonjour, and you started speaking French. Would it be the opposite there? Do you find, would most people in other parts of Canada still speak French, or is it kind of a Quebec thing, really? It's it's a Quebec thing. If you went
1: to Toronto and wanted to get, served in French they'd probably like be like yeah no that's not gonna happen <laughs> um people that work in government government buildings like federal government buildings or even provincial buildings in all the provinces need to be bilingual um because they're they're government organizations um but otherwise if you're just going to the corner store and you want to get served in French but you're in Vancouver they're <laughs> probably not going to be able to help you
0: wow it's just it's such a it's such a unique country I mm-hmm. find with that sort of stuff and like I mean, I'd never been to Montreal until the end of last year and, you know, I'm back here again and it's just, it's very French. I mean, I found it that interesting. I told you the statistic. It's like Montreal apparently is the largest French-speaking country, uh, city behind Paris. So even more so than other cities in France, this is the largest city, second largest city in the world that speaks French. Which I, I find incredible because you would, I mean, France is a big country. I yes. think there's more people in France than there are in Canada, are there not? So you would assume there would be, you know, and he's plucky little old Montreal, so.
1: We have laws to protect the French language here too. Um, so if people are immigrating to Canada, they have to go to like francisation. So that means they have to go to like a French class for a certain number of weeks.
0: So basically, if, if I want to get a job over here and I want to become a, like a, I've got to learn, I have to learn French. Or is it just um, in Quebec, or just in Quebec, oh okay, I right. can, yeah, just in Quebec, <laughs>
1: mostly, depending on where you want to work in other provinces and what area you want to work, then sometimes they will ask that you speak more than one language, however, in Quebec they will they won't turn you around if you don't speak French, but they will ask you they'll they'll check out your level of French understanding and speaking in written and whatnot, but and then they'll give you a francisation class can't based that. can you just that.
0: cheat that system, though, and just, like, move to Vancouver for a year and then get your Canadian citizenship or whatever, and just, like, ah, oh, stop it now and go to Montreal? Or is it do even Canadians who move to Montreal have to kind of prove that, or is it just a...
1: No, I think, I, I guess you could cheat a system by doing that. I didn't. I never really thought <laughs> of it, but I guess... There's a flaw
0: in that system. <laughs>
1: I guess you could, but your Canadian citizenship doesn't take, I think it takes a little while before you actually get, like, Permanent residency kind and of thing.
0: and kind of going on a lot of stuff we were talking about today, but then like the so this is where it gets all really complicated because like Quebec don't really like Canada, right? In mm-hmm. terms of like what we we're just talking about, but then you would assume that the Quebecs would have like a, a nice little bromantic or a romantic thing with the French, like France. Mm-mm. But then you guys hate the French too. <laughs> so like, do Quebec do people from Quebec like anyone? No, well, we do. You make it sound so bad. Oh my gosh. Well, I mean, you hate the Canadians. You hate the French.
1: The French hate us. I think we go to France and we speak French, and it's not the same level of French or the same kind of French or the same accent. Right. And we go to France, and then they'll be like, "Uh, "We don't understand you." Like, come on, man, you do understand us because we speak the same language. Again, like
0: how Americans will listen to my accent and think, "Like, dude, you're not speaking a you're not speaking American." It's like I'm speaking better English than you are because we're actually speaking English English. You're speaking American English, but that's not the story. But that's
1: same thing although it's not that we don't like the french it's that when we visit they make so us it's feel it's like the don't... french don't like you i think so that's okay. how i feel anyway that's how i see it because they come here and we're not going to be as rude to them as they are to us well
0: I, I don't i don't i in no way in my thought capacity of canadians no matter what part of this country you are from do i ever think that you guys hate anyone or like exactly. have any problems because it's canada you would be like Oh, sorry, I don't like you, but let's just go get some poutine.
1: But that's it; like we're, we don't we don't hate the rest of Canada. We just stay on our own little side and we do our own little thing, and we're we just we're pretty chill as, a, just, as a country.
0: You know, you just like whatever. We're French, you're yeah. Not, so.
1: Well, we speak French, and please respect that, and that's it.
0: The word I learnt today. I just mm-hmm. want to say this before we <laughs> before we let you go. Now, I have got to remember this. Carlis. Yeah. Carlis. Now, what does Carlis mean, Jess? What did I just say to our listeners?
1: It's a French swear word. I said
0: fuck, basically, yeah. everybody. <laughs> Carlis. Now, you use that tomorrow, wherever you're listening to us. Like, kids, go to your teacher tomorrow and be <gasps> like, hey, Miss Carlis.
1: Oh, jeez yeah. We had an English teacher that we called like that.
0: You called an English teacher Carlis?
1: Yeah. yeah, when we were in high school.
0: Right. Yes. I remember we had a, a friend of mine in high school was from Samoa. And apparently in Samoan, gefi is like get fucked, like gefi. Okay. So uh, one time they're doing like the roll call and they're going through the names, and so we had like a substitute teacher they're going through the name, and they're just like, uh, "Yes, uh, I'll just call this guy." No one listens. Jake Caressa, and he'd go like gefi, and like the teacher would be like, "What would, what does that mean?" And he's like, "Oh, it's it's hello in Samoan, sir." And they be like, "Oh, gefi, Jake." <laughs> like, he oh was just like cracking up laughing. <laughs> it was. Yeah, so basically that teacher would always say, like, get fit. And, like, you do realise you're basically telling everyone to get fucked. <laughs> but... um
1: Calis isn't a, like a literal translation to fuck, but it is like a swear, like a so walk A Quebec French swear word, yes.
0: Again, as I was trying to say like before, if I'm just walking down the street here in Montreal, and I'm like, hey, Calis, they'd be like, oh, oh pardon?
1: <laughs> Pretty much. I'm like, oh, jeez, well, why? Like, why? Are you?" Yeah, they'd, they'd be surprised. By would the people guess.
0: in Paris know what that is? Or would people in Paris be like, oh, French Canadian, fuck you. <laughs> 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 That's my French, apparently.
1: Um... <laughs> They probably would recognize that it's a Quebecois sort of <laughs> swear word. Probably. <laughs> I, just <had> but
0: <laughs> I just had this image of French people walking down the street, like, I'm French. I love my language. Oh, fuck you,
1: French Canada.
0: <laughs> like snooty French people.
1: They were. The, the, the people that I know that have been to France do feel like the French are snotty with the Quebecois because it's not the same. They think that the Quebecois French is. Um, not as fancy or as proper, as correct <laughs> as their French.
0: I heard, like, again, I've never been to France, but I heard that, like, from people I know who have been there, when they say, like, they talk about, the like, the language or, like, you speak, and they say, never tell a French person you speak English. Because they're like, oh, English, like, fuck the English They're like, I speak Australian Like, oh, Australian, come here, i give you a baguette (laughs) Like, I I don't know I don't know what they do there (laughs) But, like, that's that's what I heard I don't know Like, they will will treat you differently if you say, like, straight up Australian Because I don't think the French have any issues with us But the English, they're like,
1: fuck you, English Oh, yeah You know I heard that there were, um, like, people who backpack across America and stuff like that. If they have, if they meet Canadian, like, backpackers, they'll ask for, like, a Canadian flag and put it on their backpacks. Because, <laughs> like, people think Canadians are nicer. Not necessarily, like, road tripping around the States, but road tripping around the world. They'll ask, like, for Canadian ah, so French. Okay. F- like flags to put on their backpacks when they go road tripping around the world. Because Canada is kind of a sort of pacifist country. is saying, okay, cool. Well, the funny
0: thing I always found back home... And again, I told you we just go over a wide variety of subjects. We haven't mm-hmm. quite reached Britney Spears yet, but Not yet. Um, when I would serve, like in my old, like many jobs I've had, I, I tend to find I'm pretty good at s- listening and hearing if they're a Canadian or American. But if I co- if I couldn't tell, I would generally say, "Oh." Are you Canadian? Because I would generally find Americans don't give a shit if you're like, oh, yeah, no, I'm from America. Yeah. Whereas, like, a Canadian, if you say whereabouts in America, if I'm like, the fuck you, I'm, you know, like, it's the only time I see, like, angry Canadians. It's like, I'm, I'm Canadian, not American. I guess it's kind of like, uh, I mean, I don't think New Zealanders really give it. if I think New Zealanders are honored if they get called Australians because the way they're normal. But, like, if somebody calls me a New Zealander over here, I'm like, fuck you. Like, <laughs> do I have a sheep <laughs> attached to my dick? No. Um, that's, yeah. Anyway,
1: <laughs> I don't know that reference So
0: Britney Spears uh, yeah. what, What's your thoughts on her? <laughs> um, you don't really like her that much
1: I don't mind her like I, it's, it's fine She's a, an entertainer
0: How would you say In French Oops I did it again
1: <laughs> 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 I guess Oops je l'ai encore fait
0: that sounds so much better Really? Oops bleh, yeah. <laughs> What was that phrase You told me before That was like Really like wrong It was like a, Something to do with Shoes or something It was like uh, Shoes or something Like go oh. and get fucked Or whatever it was foot. Foot. Yeah. What does that mean? Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. Votre foot. Votre foot. Votre foot. Okay. Look, we have. We're going to like let you go. There's <laughs> very high likelihood we're possibly going to have someone else on this episode who speaks French. So I need to have a segment with her speaking French French rather than French Canadian French. Mm-hmm. But we close this show off. Like, I know we're at the beginning. We're not getting rid of everybody just yet. My closing line is keep sucking those oranges Hobart and good night. Okay? Keep sucking those oranges Hobart and good night. How would I say that in, I guess, French Canadian? And I'll see if this is any different in French French than it is for French Canadian French.
1: Is it your oranges or just oranges?
0: Your oranges. It keeps. No, hang on. Hang on. You, you're confusing me now. Keep sucking those oranges, Hobart, and good night.
1: Okay. <laughs> he has got this weird, really weird look <laughs> on his face. Like,
0: dude, what the fuck do you say at the end of your show?
1: Um, I guess. Continue de sucer tes oranges, Hobart. Uh, Hobart.
0: And good night. Et bonne nuit. Okay, so say that all together, like, <laughs> do that, do that, do that again.
1: Continue de sucer tes oranges, Hobart, et bonne nuit. Et bonne nuit. Et bonne nuit.
0: It sounds so much better. Like, that, that's, <laughs> I need to, like, blend these in together at the end. All right, so I'm going to have to, like, remember that. And then if, if we, this happens in this episode, which mm-hmm. is weird because people listening to this episode will know if this is happening in this episode based on what I've written online. But at the time of recording this, I'm going to hope it's going to happen planning ahead mm-hmm. people I, I don't want to promise things because things happen in between and they I've do. said we get people on the show and then they don't show up and people go off at me like the one listener we have so okay i've I've, I've learned that thank you merci De rien. Uh, what, what, is, what did you just say to me you're welcome <laughs> all right okay so is that that's like so American like thank you you're welcome so like <laughs> did they say that here in Montreal was it de rien. Oui?
1: de rien De rien. De rien. De rien. Yeah, it's like de nada in Spanish. So it's like a, it's like no no worries or no problem or. Yeah.
0: So no worries, mate, which is Australian. What would you say in French?
1: Pas de trouble. And mate would be. Mon ami or. Pas de, pas de trouble.
0: Pas de trouble. Mon ami. Mon ami. Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: <laughs> I can't do languages <laughs> can we
0: just like start this again and I'll teach you Australian slang That's so much more fun sure. uh, Jess thank you merci for yeah. joining us here on the uh, the brink and um, I feel this episode's turning very French
1: thank you for having me merci de m'avoir reçu
0: uh, you're welcome Insert in French here We
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> oui. Continuing on With another classic Live performance And we've heard from our Next uh, performer Before previously A few weeks back When he uh, Performed a couple of songs On our show back in 2014 This is singer-songwriter Christian Patey And this is an original song We heard him sing a bit of Riptide uh, last time But this one's an original song that he wrote It's called Mona Lisa Performed, as I said, on the show back in 2014 So this is a classic live performance on the brink Listen to it right now
2: days old feel the force with the cage oh, centuries my only soul waited its so long for mister the only hope go at night through the gallery without a fight When the world comes to light Out of mind, out of sight
0: Travel and see a variety of different places. Uh, We had to find our way smack bang in the middle of the United States of America. Now, regular listeners would know that I like to tick off states. I am now officially at 25, given the state I'm standing in right now. And I need to introduce two people to the show, because you're going to hear from one of these people quite a lot, and you've kind of already heard from her before on some other shows. We'll get to her in a minute. But I'm going to introduce our first guest right now. She is the mother of the person I was just mentioning, and she is sitting here and ready to sing. I feel like incomplete song. She's been practicing <laughs> before. Uh, now, do, can I just call you Mrs. Fisher? What do I? What do oh, I? Nancy. Nancy. Yeah. Hello, Nancy. I'm Ben. Pleased to Hi meet ben. you. Nice I've been in your house you. for the last 24 hours. Uh-huh. If you haven't realized, yes, so.
3: I saw you awake this morning. Mm-hmm. Oh, I well, did.
0: Well, good. Were mm-hmm. you watching me as I slept, or no, I mean? You're, <laughs>
3: Headed to the bathroom.
0: Wow, I feel kind of violated. <laughs> uh, thank you for joining Whoops. us. We're, we're here, for, first of all, to introduce you. And um, our next guest, you briefly heard her do an introduction at one point on High Noon. We played it once. It didn't go down well, so we never played it again. Uh, that's not the truth. But anyway, and we've been trying to get her on for a, a proper interview in some time. We're going to hear more of her later in our own segment. But right now, she's here to be completely embarrassed. I do, of course, speak of jennifer fisher jennifer welcome to the brink
4: welcome thank you
0: you're most welcome uh now first of all i just to point this out i'm in kansas i was never meant to come to kansas you said to me like three weeks ago hey come to kansas i was like cool um the best state in the country the best state in the country Mm -hmm. are are you regretting that decision to kind of be like uh yeah no it shouldn't go to kansas because hey everywhere i've taken you today you i actually really hate
3: no no it's probably the least Probably the well, activity
0: you've probably done. No, but look, I've been, I've enjoyed it, but I've just I've just found it fascinating okay. today with Jennifer that everywhere we went to today, she's like, we're going to go to Topeka. It's great. <laughs> I hate it, but you'll like it. And it was like, let's go do wine tasting. It's so much fun. I hate the wine, but... they um, are not that good. Well, no, I enjoyed it.
3: It's wine in the middle of Kansas. In the, Well, there, I mean, I would have never...
0: I thought it might have been like corn or something or like Wizard of Oz or... Or That's does they does they have corn mine? Is, is is that is corn mine a thing that or
3: bootleg we don't do that anymore.
0: <laughs> I don't know. You Americans, you, you do things strangely. Now, um <laughs> Wow, I just offended she had a look in her face. Goodness me. Does that what that mean? You're just was that racist? Was I <laughs> racist no, against just, Americans? I, you're just
3: lucky I'm a nice person. Put it that way.
0: <laughs> you are a nice person. You you really I, are a nice person. You. You um, nice. We I mean, look, we've been doing some filming. We were doing fun for The Brink Unleashed, and people can watch that when it comes out later. But I guess what I wanted to chat to you and, and to Jennifer about, I guess, is just we can talk about Kansas, we can talk about America, we can talk about fun, but I also want to talk about, about your daughter because I mm-hmm. said to you on camera last night – I want you to like tell completely embarrassing stories of her growing up, and like she seems so unfazed. Like, are you even worried remotely about this?
4: No, not at all.
0: So you have nothing, nothing at all from growing up or anything that you would be ashamed for all ten of our listeners to hear.
3: <laughs> no,
0: <laughs> they're very important Australians. Uh, can I just point that out? I, I, I mean, uh, did you manage to think of anything?
3: Not, not. I would say exciting. These are your, your typical. Time. I mean, she's a beautiful girl now, but. Now? So that, she I mean, wasn't when
0: she was growing Wow! I mean, whoa! Wow! I, I, that hurts.
3: I <laughs> met, she turned into a beautiful woman, but when she was in grade school, she was a tomboy, kind of, and liked so, to go uh, walking in the creek and picking up, what do you call those things? Salamanders? Fossils? Yeah. Fossi- oh, fa- oh, she was big on rocks. Yeah. I love rocks. Rocks and salamanders. And I would collect my fossils. But apparently I was In, ugly. in her knee-high rubber boots.
0: <laughs> ugly knee-high rubber boots. Knee-high okay, rubber boots. Yes. Uh, yeah. But so, <laughs> okay. At what age did she go from being this ugly tomboy to, holy God, she's a beautiful woman? Was there a specific age? Did this just uh, like, happen yesterday? or
3: I would say probably her last years in high school. She still did not the- <laughs> This is amazing.
0: We're trying to embarrass her, but at the same time, it's just like, yeah, Jennifer, just letting you know, I thought you were so ugly as a child. I
3: did not (laughs) say that. Well, you know the story about the ugly duckling turned into a beautiful swan. Well. However it went, but. You don't even know the story. Evidently not. Oh, my God. But no, of course, she was beautiful. My my sisters always told me she should be in magazines. That's how cute she was. Really. Tomboy
0: magazines or.
3: (laughs) Oh <laughs> hunting her <or> boy scout <laughs> kind of men no
0: Men's health. Uh.
3: <laughs> no, no, no. She was always pretty, of course, and I'm her mom, but yes. I, I but we, are we sure about that? Like <laughs> boy things so that did did made me th- ugly. Okay. No, I didn't say that either. But <laughs> Mommy, you were just digging yourself Oh, well, I've never been on the radio before, so yes, I probably am digging <laughs> <She's> a hole. <laughs> anyway, she ever will be
0: again at this stage. Jennifer's going to ban it. I have to
3: be what I say because she is going to live with me for the next month or she two. She is. So, well, yeah, and after how many years you've been gone? Eight, four? I don't know. Long time. Nine. Having a daughter, twenty-seven, move back home with her single mom, and it's roommate time that you got to set the laws down.
4: I'm the the best roommate.
3: She thinks
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, five minutes ago before we even started this You were worried about this And I, I think I literally can like, turn this into the, the, the Jen and Nancy show You guys are great at this like, You guys, oh, are, you, yeah, you guys okay. are doing well yeah, I mean, yeah. I, again, I was going into this thinking Tell embarrassing stories But it's kind of turned a different direction oh. uh, I mean, we're going to learn more about Jennifer's situation Later in this episode But I guess Jennifer on the flip side then um, Embarrassing stories of your mum growing up
3: There you go <laughs> I'm sure you have plenty Oh, I don't have any
0: Oh, come on. We all have stories about our... Okay, Um, okay. Well, here's one then. Was there any time that maybe, I guess, everyone growing up always has moments with their parents where they think they're a little bit too strict or they're like, that's not fair. Come on, you can't do that. Was there moments like, you know, in your ugly tomboy days uh, before you became a beautiful girl in high school? Let let,
3: let me just (laughs) ask her this. Do the words, I've done nothing wrong, mean anything to you at all? No, uh,
4: yes, because I don't ever do
3: anything wrong. Oh. She, she oh. D-
0: <laughs> Sorry, I didn't realize you could hear me say that.
4: Oh, this yeah. is like <laughs>
3: trash gen talk show host day. Well, like I said, you turned into a beautiful young woman, but as all teenagers do have their lovely moments.
4: I was just saucy.
3: So, that's a good word to use. Saucy. saucy. Oh, that's, yeah. yeah. Saucy. saucy. But yeah, there were times I thought, oh my God.
0: Well,
5: were there, well but, okay.
0: So if Jennifer does, I mean, I, I, you have an answer, but like I, I would like to get perspectives here. Okay. So like in terms of if there was a story that you remember that you really felt like, did she ground you at some point? Did you do something and you were like, that's not fair, mom, I need to go hang out with my friends or like, can you remember a particular time? And then we can hear her perspective because this is, this is good. This is yes, good.
4: Yes. But, okay. Two, number one, eighth grade. I had my first boyfriend ever. Drew. Drew Corrigan <laughs> and Rachel Rands and Dominic Stafford. Those three wanted to go watch the movie Van Helsing with your truly Australian man. Oh, what's his name? Hugh Jackman.
0: Holy, I mean, really? He's like the greatest Australian ever to be an Australian. How dare you not remember his name?
4: Uh, I just said Hugh Jackman. Anyway, he was in that movie. No. That's X-Men. That's
0: X-Men. He was in Van Helsing. You're right. No, oh, Hugh Jackman okay. wasn't okay. in Van Helsing. Don't
4: make me doubt myself. So what happened was they wanted to go watch that movie. And you're like, no, that was rated PG-13. And here I am, an eighth grader, probably 13, 14. And you're like, I just don't think you should watch that. And I left Drew all by himself, third wheel. I
3: mean, the movie, it's, it's a vampire movie. Who cares?
0: Okay, I, okay I you're a,
3: You're I, uh, <laughs> Okay, keep in mind, she is my firstborn. You always practice on the first one.
0: True, 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 yes. I yeah. mean, I was the youngest. So I don't know that. But I, I would imagine it's the oh, case you yeah. yeah. don't have any children sister. that I know of, yeah. so it's fine. Yep. We
3: yep. blame her for everything because okay. mom practiced on her. So yeah, well, I practice on her. Mm-hmm. And as the second and third one come along, you get a little more relaxed. You let but, Ryan do everything. Oh, Ryan's in Africa. Can we leave him out of this? <laughs> but no, sir, I... I we'll
0: I, send him the link after this. I mean, he can be I do
3: have to admit, I probably did... Screen movies and stuff more so than the other parents, but keep in mind we had to move to a big city where we didn't know parents or the background. So yes, I was the overprotective mother, but and that Hugh
0: Jackman, I mean, he's just such a bad influence on kids. Oh, he's such a tomboy's too, and yeah. just you know, <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, he's all those really tomboys. Gonna, yeah. You don't want her looking any more like a boy. She's just going to come out there looking like Hugh Jackman, yeah. you know?
4: But no, she would like to look like him.
0: Wouldn't. I mean, I often get compared to him, but I mean, but like, that's just natural. I'm Australian. It kind of happens, you know. Yeah. Me and Chris Hemsworth and Hugh Jackman, I'm, I'm just a mix. Okay. See, so that's the exact I reaction that generally. Okay, was, oh, I okay whatever. You're so so. I can for the autograph. I
3: didn't know that. Well, so. you can. Okay. You still can. You okay. have plenty of time. You watch me in my yeah. sleep, clearly.
0: So, like, you can just <laughs> ask me for an autograph afterwards. <laughs> <hood>. That's true. <laughs> so, so, did you end up yeah. seeing Van Helsing?
4: No, and to this day, I still never have. And it was an option that I could watch on the radio um, airplane oh. uh, flying to France. And I said, no, I didn't want to because Oh, I scarred you for yeah, life. Yeah, I scarred me for okay. life. So I'm never going to watch it. <laughs>
3: wow. Ever. Deep, yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm learning. I feel like I'm learning so much. You
3: right? might be leaving tonight.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what time does the airport close? Uh, uh, I'll leave you guys with a microphone and you can uh, yeah. take over. Were you... Um, I, I know when I grew up, it was kind of my friends got along really well with my mom. So it was like a lot of them would come over. How you doing, Kim? And they'd hang out in the kitchen with her. Was was your mom like the cool mom that your friends hang out with? Or was your mom the, oh my God, she's so scary, Jen. Don't let me go near her.
4: No, my mom was the cool mom. She always would have a pitcher of lemonade for us neighborhood kids. Mm-hmm. Or she'd make little Sammies.
3: And, and whenever it was snow day. Off, snow day, hot cocoa all the time. Over to our house, yeah, yeah, always. But what did I always say? Pick
4: up after yourself.
3: Well, besides that, you just mentioned it yesterday. Friend, oh, uh, mom first. Oh, yeah. yeah. She always
4: says, I'll, I'll always be, your, be friend, your friend, but mom first. Mom comes first. No, she was a cool mom. She was. She knew when... I-
2: was or still is?
0: No.
4: She's still... <laughs> okay. Wow, we've We're just never- gotten
0: the pain back. Wow. Okay, straight away. Tomboy, was, all right. Got it. Okay, cool. you're here
3: for two more months.
0: <laughs> it looks like I might be staying for longer here. You're going home tonight.
3: Oh, uh, so, um, yeah.
0: What was, the were you question? About? <laughs> was the cool
4: mom? Oh, no, still. no. My mom, she, she still is the cool mom, but my friends don't come over anymore. Oh. Uh,
3: it's probably because they're states away. <laughs> yeah, this is true. Or countries away. Or countries away.
0: Was there any friends of hers that you didn't like and that were, were there ever like, don't see that person?
3: Yes. And that was because this friend's mother told her daughter that she was never to buy songs Remember that? Now, now, hang on. Stop Christy. for a sec. Oh. Thong,
0: as in, um, sorry, I didn't mean to be rude, but I just need to clarify this for our Australian listeners. Is That a beep word? No, 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 no. <laughs> thong oh. is a different thing in Australia. So, oh. when you say thong, do you mean underwear? underwear. Okay. Yes. Thong in Australia are flip flops. Oh, so we call we, thongs, thongs g strings. Yes. So I just sorry to interrupt. Oh, just wanted to clarify I that. Yes, it would be a g. So, 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 so Jennifer's friend's mother right. wanted them the, to buy thongs. No, or? No, no. <laughs> well,
3: no, her, this other mother. Told her daughter she's to never wear that type of underwear. It was wrong. You don't buy it. You don't wear it. Well, her daughter did have a sleepover, and she purposely put these thongs in Jennifer's purse so her mother would think they were Jennifer's and not her own daughter's. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's so I kind of thought, mm, you maybe not need to hang around that one. Right. Okay. Which I think as a mother, that was a good choice. And
0: were you on board with that? Were you kind they of totally down with that? They were
3: somewhat friends. I mean, not close, but they're still, they were on the volleyball team together. and they. I have no
4: recollection of this. Like, None. I don't remember. So, <laughs> Gen-
0: Jennifer rem- not remembering things. This is you.
3: okay. I really don't Christy? remember. Yeah, okay, anyway. I don't remember that. The Big sleepover and the alcohol and the well, the alcohol, yeah, but songs. Hell, it's an underwear. Yeah, well that's what I thought. But I feel anyway, like I'm learning so
0: much here. This is this is fascinating. I could go on for another three hours here. Um, mm. I, I mean, look, I want to. I actually want to move into another thing in a second okay. here. Again, what we do on the brink. We start off with one thing. We talk about other things. It's never on topic. This is why I don't get paid to do this because no one likes it. <laughs> uh, any other, Anything else random you want to share about her? Because, again, when we hear about things later on, it's going to be on a different page. We're not going to hear sort of this mm-hmm. stuff. And I feel like I'm never going to get this opportunity. I mean, look, I've only known your daughter for a little over a year. Mm-hmm. So, like, I still feel like I need to learn certain More. things about <laughs> this. Um, <laughs> so, what uh any, any hidden things that you feel that she really doesn't want anyone to know?
3: <laughs> um, She can be moody.
0: No, you, hang on! No, no. Happy
3: face girl. Um, <laughs> the- <laughs> secret, dark secret. No, when you asked me if there was any... S-
0: was she a good daughter? Ooh, is she? Look, hang on. Let's rephrase that because we don't want to get into was and is.
3: She, yeah, she was. She's always been the responsible one. She babysat for a family of five kids. So yeah, I would very good driver. Um, <laughs> well. <laughs> I suppose we well, didn't crash today. So. I guess I shouldn't say that since she took you to the wrong house last night and didn't know where her. Do we want to tell this story or, was, or do
0: we want to tell that later? I think we told on the video, but.
3: But she does have a good excuse. She only can see out of one eye right yeah, now. Yeah, I can. So. I'm I'm
4: half blind. Yeah.
3: yeah.
0: Because you know, I I like to find that out from parents because you know I was the perfect child in my family you know my sister was a little shit and she still is but. Um, <laughs> So I was a glowing child, and um, obviously you've you've had three children. Yeah, um, yeah. Do you ever sometimes rank the children in your head and think that it was <laughs> – um, put her on the spot? If
3: I have to, as you said, you're the baby, you're the, the perfect one. I would have to say
0: uh, – you, you agree with my parents. Thank you.
3: Sure, sure. Um, Jennifer being the oldest, most responsible, common sense person – academically smart she never really wanted to study no, or do her so projects on time she will agree with uh, that she, she I would doesn't get them want
4: done and i would always do very well but i'd always wait till
3: the last, last minute. minute ryan was the same he's a procrastinator
4: yeah
0: so for but, people at home uh your other children ryan and sarah
3: sarah's the middle child then ryan's the baby uh sarah was the um and yes she knows i've called her this before kind of in a, uh, up in the clouds Airy, spacey, Airhead kind of like Jessica Simpson yeah. uh high intelligent IQ great grades great athlete but Common sense, bad driver. Oh. I really Just don't know if we should the share road. these
0: with us, Sarah and get Ryan. All the of a road. sudden, it's kind of like, wow, and this is going <laughs> to different territory at the moment. Speak <laughs> yeah. your mind, everyone.
3: Yeah. And Ryan, get him on the phone course. right now. <laughs> I wish we could. He's you, I African mean, there's a African. phone right there.
0: I mean, what's the time in Africa right now?
3: Uh, six hours ahead. <laughs> but no, Ryan um, was kind of a mixture of both of them. But overall, of course, I guess the only boy, baby, everybody would say he's the perfect, spoiled, rotten kid.
0: Well, boys but deserve to be. But he was
3: always very respectful. Was Ryan was very a
4: phenomenal, yeah. phenomenal person. They would well,
0: well, I mean, I should point out, like, again, we'll, we'll learn more about this later. But Obviously, Jennifer spent uh, the last a good portion of the last year in, in France, and she's mm-hmm. about to go spend the next, you know, back for a month <laughs> off traveling the world. Yes. Your, your son, Jennifer's brother, Ryan, is in Cameroon. Am yep. I correct? Yep. So, I mean... Th- your your children are shipping off over, and you you haven't been, you haven't left the country yet, but you've kind of got this perfect excuse now, though, to leave, so is this kind of now, this bucket list thing that you want to be able to to do this now?
3: Uh, mm, I'm not a big traveller, I guess I would like to go see places, of course, if I was rich, I'd say, sure, I'll go, but I guess I think more practical, thinking, oh, yeah, I could have all those memories, but then, you know, I need a new car, I need a savings account, but... Yeah, I mean, there's such, you know, technology now with movies on TV and the website. You can see all the beautiful sights and everything. But uh, to be able to touch and hug your child, that would be worth the trip there. But I don't know. But yeah, I certainly can venture and... I don't even have a passport.
0: You Well, this is, this is <laughs> so where, again, you've got like the perfect, perfect excuse for it, I believe. So, mm-hmm. um, I mean, look, it's... It's never too late to travel. You're still young. That's you true. still can, you can still, I mean, you've plenty of opportunity. Jennifer, where on earth did you get the travel bug from then?
4: <laughs> old oh, Fisher so My father. Okay.
0: Yeah. Right. That works. Okay. Yep. Just needed to test that. One thing I'm going to test though too, this is again completely changing the subject. As an Australian in a house in Kansas right now, uh, first of all, do you fully understand me 90% of the time?
3: <laughs> yes, I do, and I love, love your accent. Thank Only you. when you get talking real fast, then it's like, what did he just say? But, no, I love your accent.
0: I grew up myself. It just, you know, it, it took a while. Uh, but I want to, I mean, you've ta- you tried Tim Tams, first of all. Oh, yeah. We filmed just a segment for our documentary in terms of Tim Tam Slam, which you forgot, Jennifer Fisher. You forgot. Well, you
3: know, you did I not just say perfect. academically? No. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I look look i i'm with you I'm sorry I'm with you I mean this is like a huge thing like i mean it's not like I taught her like something that you would forget this is like a very unique cultural exactly. thing to my country it's like that's a big offense for her yes. to forget that um but you shared it around your your work today in terms I of uh did. so your work it colleagues went real fast. enjoyed them yep yes. okay uh, you've got plenty I'll here take
3: another package tomorrow this time i'll tell them how to do the slam. yeah and you you won't I'll forget
0: remember, you so. won't forget uh have you tried the caramello koalas yet? No, Fred the chewy ones. No, oh, okay. You, have chewy you tried ones. the caramel? Oh, you've had them before, though. So. Mm,
4: yes. Okay. But sure.
0: what I want to do now, mm-hmm. and this is also working as a, a double for Miss Forgetful to the right-hand <laughs> side of me here. <laughs> I used to teach her a lot of Australian slang, and I really oh. doubt she remembers <laughs> the look on your face. <laughs> I am going to give you some words here. And I'm going to see if you can guess them correctly, and see who can win the battle of the fishes, the fish, <laughs> the battle of the fish, the fish, the fish Olympics, right now. So these are actual Australian words, and these actually I've got twenty here, and you've got to guess what they are. I will give you maybe some clues along the way, and we're going to see. Now, Jennifer, seriously, do you? Re- I don't think you're going to remember any of these.
4: Probably not. No. Okay.
0: You did teach your mum one yesterday, though.
3: The
4: Double arches The double arches Yes Yeah, yeah. Which is the what The golden arches but Like so McDonald's In um, Australia What do
3: they say I, I don't remember Macca's, know. Mac-cas. Yes, How Mac-cas. do you forget
0: You use brekkie still Brekkie still one.
4: Yeah, well everyone in a, Well not everyone But What's I mean it? that's kind of More of the hipster thing Like oh yeah I'm gonna have like brekkie And that means breakfast Breakfast okay.
0: Yep Alright so here we go 20 here to test it The Aussie lingo test Alright, the first word You've got to get this one G'day
3: Good day Okay, good mom, day. I'll give that to you
4: So That's just like, hello, g'day Oh, g'day It's g'day How you going? Are you supposed to be writing this down? I'm just okay. Keeping score she, She's also competing,
0: I think, here But, uh, yeah
4: Fishers
0: are competitive Yeah, yep, exactly The sec I mean, this. I don't even know why this is on this This isn't even an Australian word This is just a word Mate I mean, everyone knows what mate is friend Yeah Wow yeah. A friend, a friend, basically a friend, yeah, just just like that as well. It's 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 pretty easy. Uh, here, okay, here's one for you, Dinkum, D-I-N-K-U-M, Dinkum.
3: I should
4: know that. Oh, I have no idea.
0: I'll use it in a sentence. Uh, Australian would say that Tim Tam Slam was fair, Dinkum, mate. Good. Good. I. Yeah. Kind of I'd say good. Like it's good. Dinkum? fair dinkum. Okay. It's like it's decent. <laughs> Jennifer's given her the point. Alright, this one is I don't know if either of you will get this one. Oker. Ocker. O C K E R Ocker. This is a tough one.
3: Use in a new sentence, please. <sighs> my my name, name is
0: Ben. What what was that? Can I call a friend? Uh sure, <laughs> if you've got an Australian friend. Do you want do you want my number? Um <laughs> Uh, I am Ben, and I am an Ocker Aussie bloke.
3: <laughs> ben and I are an Aussie?
0: No. I get it. No. I, I, yeah, this is a tough one to give a clue to. That kind of means, like, a real Australian. Like, if you are, like, Steve oh. Irwin, you know, Crocodile Dundee, oh. like, real, like, stereotypical Do Australian, you're, like, okay. you're an Ocker. So, uh, oh, this one, this one... I can, yeah, this one might get on a clue. Yonks. Y-O-N-K-S. Oh, yonks. Like, wow. Like, yonkers?
4: No, no. Oh. Okay, so I'll use
0: it in a sentence. Uh, driving today to Topeka took yonks.
4: Oh, forever. Yep.
0: Yep. Oh. Took, like, no, took forever. Yonks. Okay. Took yonks. You too, mom. All right. Noggin. N-O-G-G-I-N. Noggin. Your head. Correct. Your head. Ding, 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 ding. Uh, drongo What did you say? Not Australia?
4: <laughs> no We use that all the time could
0: you stole it from us <laughs> Don't put
4: your dog Well in. I mean Yeah You stole
0: it from us uh, <laughs> uh, Drongo D-R-O-N-G-O Drongo um,
3: Type of person?
0: Yes uh, Certain type of person Yes uh. Uh, So I um, Got really drunk right, like One night And acted like a complete drongo
2: uh, and the
0: jerk. moron. Yeah, I'll give it. I'll give it to you, Mum. I'll give it to. You. She said jerk yeah, first, perfect. so yeah. <laughs> um, <coughs> Thurphy. Furphy. F-U-R-P-H-Y. Furphy. Um, it, it sounds what? <laughs> dirty. Kind <laughs> of dirty. Ooh, okay. Dirty. No, it's not. <laughs> but thank you for chiming in with that. Um, I. Went to a party and told a story, but it turned out to be a bit of a furfy.
3: Dud. Boring. Uh,
4: Flop. Uh, Keep
0: going, keep going.
4: A waste of time.
0: Uh, So, um, let's say uh, Jennifer, she said that she remembered how to do a Tim Tam slam, but it turned out to be a bit of a furphy.
4: Blurry? Uh, Kind of. Been, I don't know.
0: Uh, it's a lie. Kind of like not the truth. Lie, not the truth. Furfy's you know, lie. furfy. Bit of a furfy. Uh-huh. Yeah, they've both got these looks on their faces right now. <laughs> Your language <laughs> is stupid. <laughs> uh, chin wag. Just chin and wag. Chin wag. I went to uh, Dale's house and we had a very good chin wag.
3: Hangout time? Yes. Uh, chill. Chill. Kind of relaxing
0: fun what would you do when you're with a p- what are we doing right now what are all three of us doing right now
4: netflix and chill
0: no definitely not netflix <laughs> and chill that is not even in remotely the i love how the fish's minds go dirty hey, all of a sudden Katie? yeah uh, look i might give that to you it's chatting talking chatting, like having a conversation chatting. having a good chin yep chin wag okay. there you go that's point point <clears throat> point to nancy all right Alrighty. uh I- <laughs> Jennifer's too busy texting to even do it <laughs> I'm so competitive You're Like, Give me my point um, Barbie B-A-R-B-I-E Yeah, look Didn't even have to hesitate Good good job uh, This one's kind of similar to one we've already had Gander G-A-N-D-E-R
4: Think of like a gander, yeah
0: <laughs> Yes, Jennifer Think of like a gander You just look at each other and go quiet
4: yeah, I, I, I know this word It's just hard to explain it
0: How is it hard to explain?
4: gander like a, a thought like oh give it a gander like give it a try
0: I'm gonna give you it too it's kind of like gander yeah sort of it's more like a conversation as well but it's kind of look I'll, I'll, I'll give that to you thank you you're welcome uh, digger d-i-g-g-e-r digger
3: when that digs no. kangaroo
0: no. <laughs> koala <laughs> I love how you just go to kangaroo like <laughs> one of these is surely gonna be a kangaroo at some point kangaroo Hugh Jackman <laughs> Steve Irwin oroo think-
3: a koala's not a bear.
0: <laughs> uh, we can give you a bonus point for that if you want to. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> give uh, your mum a bonus point, Jennifer. Say the word again. Uh, <laughs> digger.
4: Oh, like a like oh, a good person. Like whoa, like he's a digger.
0: I have to give you a clue here. Um, an Australian. <laughs> I don't know what just happened there. Um... <laughs> oh, did you hit your head? Is that how you got the the mark on your head?
3: People <laughs> would think. <laughs> um.
0: Anyway, uh, digger. an Australian worked with an Australian digger was in Iraq.
3: Soldier. Yes. Yes. A I'm gonna
0: give it to your mum. Your mum okay. said that first. <laughs> Write it down, Jennifer. Uh-huh. Uh, all right, Nuddy N U D D Y. Now, considering that both of you at some point have gone the Great. dirty route, I might say. Think of kind of dirty root on this one. Nuddy.
3: Nutty. Slutty. <laughs> <laughs> you said,
0: um, wow. Not quite that dirty. Okay. Nutty. Okay. I, the, think... Okay. The word is spelled N-U-D-D-Y. Think of... Nude. Yes. Uh. You're in the nude. If you're in the nutty, you're in the nude. There you go. Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean... The, <laughs> Don't know what was just said there, uh, bloke. Well, you know this one, bloke.
4: Oh, mom, yeah, come on, bloke,
0: a bloke, like ah, bloke. He's a bloke. Well, well okay.
4: He's yeah, well, a what would? No,
0: no, 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 no. no Backtrack on yourself there. Your he. Friend. It's a boy. A man, oh. like a bloke, Aussie bloke. He's an Aussie guy. What's it like? Um. Now, Jennifer.
3: Oh, Sheila. Yes, I know this.
0: That well, that is on the list. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna cause there's there's a word that's not on here which I want to kind of alternate. So Sheila is on it, but we'll take that one. Out. If Jennifer doesn't get this one, I'm leaving because she will remember this one. And if she doesn't, I'm done. Oh. The word is Arvo.
4: Oh, that's afternoon.
3: Arvo. There you go. How do you spell A V O?
0: A R V O. Oh, a R V O. All right. Okay. So the next word here was Sheila, but I'm going to try this one out. Okay. Now this is a word that you know. This isn't a word that you don't know. It has a very different meaning in Australia. Okay. Very different meaning. Mm -hmm. The word is root.
4: Like a carrot. No. Uh, So it's not a direction.
0: It's a, look, going on to the context of what we've already discussed, think dirty. If you think of a carrot, there might be certain things involved.
4: Penis.
0: A penis is involved in this activity. (laughs) A blowjob? No, I'm not that specific. The Sheila part. <laughs> <laughs> okay, how can I put this nicely? You've heard what she said, you've heard what you said when you put two of them two together. Sex? Yes, sex. Root. Rooting in Australia is you have sex. Rooting. So if you say I'm gonna root the Sheila, then you're gonna go have sex with them. Okay. So that's why how a lot of spell that? same as root, R O O T. But a lot of Australians will like get Americans and like, have fun with that So like yeah, there was right, I think sure. Somebody on a red carpet once They were all like Oh so who are you going to root tonight And they're like Oh I'm really going to root Hugh Jackman I'm rooting so much for uh... Hugh Jackman Because we are like Haha oh, you want to have sex with Hugh Jackman But they're thinking like I'm supporting Hugh Jackman Okay that's... There you go <laughs> <laughs> I feel really awkward right oh, now uh, know, Togs like Hugh Jack. <laughs> T-O We all want to root Hugh Jackman Who doesn't T-O-G. um, Togs <laughs> T-O-G-S I'd root him Shoes No Togs
3: T-O-G-S Key.
0: They are an article of clothing. They Shorts. are? Uh, clothes? Swim trunks. A, what, say that again? Swim trunks. Correct. <gasps> wow, look at you. Yeah. Uh, I like this oh. word. I use this word often. Iffy. I-F-F-Y. You're
4: not sure? Yeah. You're unsure. Yeah. You're like, unsure. I'm iffy yeah. about it. Yeah. Iffy. We use that in America.
0: That's okay. I Can said it first. Can you stole it from her? <laughs> She's so competitive. Write it down, Jennifer. Um... Bonza, B O N Z E A. It's a
4: good time. It's a bonza.
0: Oh, well done. Correct. And the final one, hooroo, H O O R O O. And it's got nothing to do with the kangaroo before you go that route. Route. I'm not using root again. <laughs> we still use it in certain contexts, but in other contexts. Don't ask me what fanny means in Australia. That's a whole other thing. It means vagina. <laughs> no, no, no. Hooroo doesn't mean vagina. Fanny does.
4: <laughs> Your face. <laughs>
0: Sorry, I shouldn't say that word.
4: <laughs> I can't believe we're talking oh, about ten. these words with my mom.
0: You're the one who said blowjob.
4: You, you said male part. Well, we'll, we'll tell you the story about the mastectomy word. Oh.
0: Oh, <laughs> mom. Okay. Um. Let's go back to hooroo.
3: Hooroo. I think it's a food.
0: It is not a food. Well,
3: oh,
0: action. Uh, how would I say it? The thing is, by using the context, you're going to get it straight away. Oh, okay. Um, okay. It's something you would say. As you, it's, it's like a greeting, but it's like, it's salutation. it's a salutation used in a certain Goodbye. context. Yep, Goodbye. so, yep, yeah, like, hoo-roo. go now, huru. Well wow, okay, this isn't even close. Am I counting what's that? 12, okay. <laughs> Jennifer's thrown in the towel, she just shoved it there. Beauty. Congratulations, <laughs> well done, you are the Queen of Australia. And yeah. this again, coming from someone who I used to teach these to all the time, and she didn't okay. even remember. And you're them,
4: a teacher. So. I say not from home. Australia.
0: <laughs> anyway, uh, this has been fun. Yeah, is, we're all educated. <laughs> we are very educated. You've got Tim Tams, you've been educated. We've learnt stories. We learned that she used to be an ugly tomboy. We used to realize that you were cool <laughs> once. Uh, but uh, basically, <laughs> I think that's the conclusion. Uh, Nancy, Mrs. Fisher, thank you for you're joining us on the show. Thank welcome. you for having me in your home.
2: Welcome to Kansas anytime.
0: And welcome well back. well thank you. And you're welcome to Australia anytime, as I said. I will. And um, you uh, we'll hear from you later on. Okay. Time for me to press a button and you to hear a little bit of music. This is like a,
2: flash,
0: like a, flash. this is like a dream flashing it back and we're going right back to the year of twenty thirteen, an entire Olympia between now and when this was held. And given that I am currently in the US and have travelled to Canada, you've heard a bit of US, you've heard a bit of Canada this episode, thought it would be appropriate to kind of tie something into that. And back in 2013, it was the very first time in Australia that we'd had a special tournament of ice hockey, uh, versus, USA versus Canada. It was kind of like a second string bunch of uh, ex-NHL players who came to play a series of games. Uh, at the time it was in Melbourne and Sydney, it has spread right across the country uh, now and it's sort of a regular event the great wayne gretzky even came out i believe uh last year to kind of uh promote it but i was lucky enough to attend uh in melbourne our former co-host anthony was with me and we went along we did some interviews with some of the players we called a bit of the action it was a pretty big deal so we thought we would play a bit of that from 2013 some international ice hockey in australia is it strange to come to a place where it's winter and there's no snow everywhere
1: (laughs) yeah yeah that is that is strange I mean, uh, I heard it was winter, but I still didn't really pack too many jackets or anything. <laughs> yeah, I, I still wanted it to be summer, so yeah. I packed shorts and t-shirts. It'll it be day. like that <laughs> for
0: you guys, I and mean, it's not even snowing, so it's still warm Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, actually, it's, it's really hot back home,
1: so <laughs> <laughs> coming back down for winter, I, but uh, your winter's a lot different. It's, it's more rain than snow, and um,
0: I mean... Do you guys ever get snow? Uh, where I'm from in Hobart, we get a little bit. A little um, bit? Here in Melbourne, I don't think it's ever happened. <laughs> <laughs> it's global warming one day, perhaps,
1: maybe. Yeah, so. You guys will come to Canada to get, to get snow. We're like, no, get me out of this snow. <laughs>
0: Strong rivalry, obviously, between the USA and Canada, particularly after the Olympics a few years ago. Do you want to come here and try and put them off the ice and walk away with 3 nothing victory? Yeah, I mean, it's
1: one of those things where, you know, US the US, we, we, we dominate Canada in a lot of categories, on, on the world stage, but hockey's not one of them. Uh, you know, we come into these games as the underdog, but uh, we're happy with the team we got, and, you know, that's why we play the games. Are you keeping an eye on
0: the Stanley Cup at the moment back home? Obviously a fantastic game yesterday. Yeah,
1: yeah we are. It was amazing. I was just saying that I, I think there's nothing better than overtime in any sport, never mind in the Stanley Cup finals, and, you know, one mistake can cost you a game and sometimes a series, so it's, uh, it's great to watch and great for hockey.
0: What would you say to the Aussie fans who are coming here to really try and sell the sport so that they can become hockey fans Pay attention to things like the NHL and even the local leagues
1: here. Yeah, well, I mean, they're going to realize how fast the game is, and I mean, uh, how much you know, how much physicality
0: uh, is going to come tonight, and it's going to be, it's going to be great, and we're going to enjoy it. How serious are you taking these games? I suppose as the Americans, it's a very strong rivalry against Canada, so I'm sure you want to walk away with the cup. Oh yeah, it's a, it's a huge thing. Anytime you put on the sweater of your country, um, there's some pride there, and uh, you never like losing the Canadians, and we're not going to, we're not going to accept that bit of trash talk I had from some of the Canadians and I was interviewing them a few minutes ago, is it going to be the trash talk on the ice tonight as well? Oh, definitely, definitely. When you put that uh, sweater on your team, there's, there's, like I said, there's pride and uh, we'll be trash talking on the ice. Hopefully you guys won't hear it too much in the stands.
5: <laughs> well, according to the, um, uh, the, some of the staff here, there is a lot more intensity tonight than what it was last night. Um, as I was saying before, it was a bit of a golf fest last night. This night, a bit more competition, a bit more grit from both sides, but, whether or not they're going to deliberately throw this game tonight um, on Canada's part just so that there can be, uh, oh, which way will it go in Sydney, it's yet to be seen, so, yeah. Everyone wants excitement. Everyone does. Everyone wants to be on the edge of their seat, and the way the crowd is now, it's electric. Dance cam is going, so people are standing. A little three-year-old is bouncing his head. I'm not seeing any Harlem Shake dancers, Anthony. They're meant to be bored, and then all of a sudden
0: start full-on dancing.
5: I know. Uh, maybe, uh, maybe if they put it on the media, one we'll go
0: crazy. I want them to put it on us while I've got this microphone in my hand. I'm going to keep this microphone in my hand, talking to you, to see if they give the rats about our um, their media colleagues. Now we've got a Pittsburgh Penguins fan doing a weird little dance. Got a bunch of people there who just are looking and not dancing, and that's disappointing. Come on, Team Canada! You don't wave, your
5: dance! Dance! They'll wave and then they'll get crazy. Let them wave and then they'll go mental. Oh look, she's dancing before the camera's even on her. She's committed. Yeah. He's, he's that guy That's everywhere. a Harlem Shake dance.
0: Yeah. He's yeah. into it. You yeah. team USA are into this. This is disappointing. Canada's letting us down on this side, Anthony Moran. Oh there we go. He's trying the one armed robot. That's pathetic. No wonder he's got that much grey hair. I mean, oh, what's he oh hang on, he's actually pulling some alright moves now. That's how you dance, I've heard. So
5: uh, so sorry I'm really reading to... I've got, we've got fans in the background just screaming my name, so I'm sorry about that. I'm a, bit, I'm a bit distracted at the moment.
0: Oh, this is fun. The crowd really chanting for Canada. As you can hear it behind me, I barely hear me as he comes up now for the shot. One-on-one with the USA goalie. Puts a shot in. It's saved by the USA. No goal. Beautiful save there by the American goalkeeper. And, of course, is Jimmy Spratt who are interestingly enough in the AHL and ECHL was also affiliated there with Calgary too. Plays for them in that league. Fantastic. Is the USA getting a lot of booze here? Has a shot at goal. That's it. Oh, that was easy. He faked the goalkeeper to one side and pops it in. USA take it one nothing. A lot of boos there. An absolute lot of booze here. Even the people here in the media bench right now are uh, cheering for the Americans. And here comes Canada for their second shot at goal. Not wasting any time. One-on-one with the USA goalie. Has a shot. It's hit the post. No. Goal. Hit the crossbar. Oh, and that puts Canada at a big disadvantage. And they now find themselves behind. That was Mike Latter. Plays in the AHL for the Predators and the USA now coming in for the shot you can hear the crowd booing, they don't want this to go in he has a shot, he's missed it, saved by the Canadian goalkeeper Mark Shavir fantastic save there and it's still one nothing. that was Jack Coombs for the US of A number 44 right now for the USA Run that's uh, over Canada has a shot it's no goal That is no goal still. That was Ryan Wilson, who plays in the NHL for the Colorado Avalanche. Couldn't put it in, and Spratt saves again. And the Canadian goalkeeper, Mark Shavir, is going to want to save this one because this could be the end of the match here if the USA get this one. Oh, hang on. Or is it over? No, it's it. They're only having the best of three. So that's over. USA win. As you hear the fireworks going off quite loudly and the USA celebrating the victory the crowd didn't even know what was going on there I think because they're on the rink celebrating that with the loud bangs everybody here at the media desk just shat themselves quite literally That's some good memories and uh, something that definitely would love to do again as you know we're very much into the ice hockey on this show and uh, thought that was a good enough memory to play for you and for you to relive in our flashback segment <laughs> thought it only appropriate that I do some form of recording at the actual Canadian Grand Prix. And currently I am sitting in my grandstand seat. It is 5 past 1 on the Sunday race time. Is in about 55 minutes. And uh, for those who are familiar, I guess, with the uh, Montreal circuit, the circuit de Gilles Villeneuve, there is of course a very famous hairpin and my view currently is sort of basically looking directly at the hairpin, I'm in the infield of the track and um, they had a Ferrari support race on previously and it was uh, quite exciting to see the cars passing each other and a few cars spinning and all that sort of stuff as They went into the hairpin. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping that we get a similar similar situation come the race. I've got the uh, Montreal Biosphere to the left of me across the uh, river, which, of course, is looking fantastic. And then I've got the uh, rowing course from the 1976 Olympics to the right of me as well. And I'm currently drinking a $5... Lemonade, which some guy just came up in the stands and sold. And, got to be honest, not the nicest thing I've ever had in my life and probably shouldn't have spent $5 on it, but I was thirsty, so, hey, go figure. But uh, I'm excited. Anybody who knows me as an F1 fan knows the Canadian Grand Prix is always my favourite race of the year in terms of watching it on TV, get up early, 4 o'clock in the morning it is in Australia to watch this race, generally on a Queen's birthday long weekend, which, of course, it is in Australia at the time of recording this. So... um, this is exciting, and I'm currently seeing a lot of highlights from some of the uh, previous Canadian Grand Prix on the big screen in front of me. It is the 50th anniversary of the Canadian Grand Prix, so there's a lot of celebrations. Big crowds here as well, huge crowds. I uh, honestly would have to say that this is more attended than the Australian Grand Prix. A lot better atmosphere than the Australian Grand Prix. They often compare Montreal and Melbourne to each other in terms of atmosphere within the city and the vibe of the city and everything along those lines but I'm going to say it this this Grand Prix uh, beats Australia hands down the atmosphere they've got like three city blocks four city blocks closed off in downtown Montreal for a street festival that uh, I went there last night with my friend Jess so uh, Definitely a different vibe um, around this city compared to what there is in Melbourne and uh, out of all the Grand Prix I've been to around the world I'm going to say it right now that the Canadian Grand Prix is hands down the best that I have been to and I haven't even seen the race yet. So uh, there you go, there's a bit of a taste of Montreal for you and uh, I, I highly recommend getting a much more of a taste at this race should you ever find yourself wanting to attend a Formula 1 Grand Prix somewhere in the world. All right, you know my favorite segment of the show. Our favorite time to go into that time machine is when I get to play this. That time of the week to play everybody's favorite game show. It's Forget the Lyrics here on the Brink on Edge Radio. Over to the studio. Oh, forgetting those lyrics. We're going back to two thousand. And, 14, and you know that you love hearing from myself and Dakota singing. This was one that it took us a while to do. I thought this would have been one of the very first ones we would have done when we started this segment in 2008. But we didn't. Uh, this is Mumbo number 5. The great Mumbo number 5, Lou Baker. We interviewed Lou on the show uh, with something that we'll have to replay for you in our classic interview segment one of these weeks. But uh, when Dakota and I sing, you know, things get a little bit wacky. They get a little bit crazy. I'm not even going to introduce it to you. I'm just going to shut up and let you hear it. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Edge Radio 99.3 FM. 7 9am, we've got Ben and Dakota And that guy called Ben I said his name again That's because he's worth saying twice Cause he's really that awesome Turned into the radio Turned off that crap like that Paul and Woody show It's got Marcus and Rod and Sam and Laura And that's not her name, her name is Lauren I've got a name, I took off an end But who cares, cause listening you don't know who it is We've got segments called Forget the Lyrics and some others the parts that you like to listen it's the brink on a morning it's on a monday tuesday wednesday too. wake up and listen to that show ben and dakota don't know where to go there's other people who message in people call mr e and some random melbourne people she hasn't messaged in a while mr e just became our favorite Edge Radio 99.3 FM. All right, I'm just throwing it over. To oh, this. no. Oh, hang on a minute. Hang on. Edge Radio 99.3 FM. Ah! All right, take it. Take it. Okay, okay. let stuff it up. Ben and Dakota, sing and forget the lyrics. We always stuff it up, at least Dakota does. Because she's really bad at doing this thing. And I stuffed it up again, so I'll continue and try. It. Because I can't, no, I can't do it. I give up. You don't give up. Keep going. I do give up. It is the brink every weekday. This person listening thinks this is crap. Oh, well, what the hell? She turns on a tap. Then other people tune out. We're used to it, so drink out of a spout. Dakota really needs to practice. Oh, wait, he can't be because he's 15. (laughs) What is... What does me being fifteen have to do with not being able to practice? Because you're fifteen, (laughs) And It doesn't mean I'm ending this song because you let it down. But what if I want to end it? Well, you take it like an attempt. Right, come on. The bridge. Edge Edge Radio. Ninety-nine point three FM. (laughs) Ha 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 ha. In the morning, a little bit of Marcus, he's on a Monday and a Friday, don't forget that. Sam comes in and doesn't like cats, then we have Stu on the show. Paul's on Tuesdays, don't you know, Dakota's bent down on his chair. I don't really know what he's doing there. I want to listen all the day to the brink on edge. It's better than the shows on the other stations, even when you're tuning in for the first time. How can you fail at this song? (laughs) What? (laughs) Just play the trumpet, just sit there and play it. It's Radio 99.3! FM. Yeah. I'm disappointed in you. I'm disappointed in you. Well, I don't know what to say. That was fun. It was exciting. And, uh, I highly recommend you go back and listen to that again because, uh, as I always say, twice is better than once. We've <laughs> already heard from a variety of uh, personnel in this uh, episode as we're traveling. And, You already heard from this person partly, uh, but as we kind of teased before, we're going to get her on separately, at least a couple of times in this episode, um, to discuss a variety of different things, uh, because this has been a long time coming, as I mentioned uh, before. Uh, It's Jennifer, Jennifer Fisher. Uh, First of all, welcome back. We already heard from you, but Hi.
4: Hello, welcome. Yes,
0: thank Uh, you. How's it going? Uh, You know, obviously since the last conversation, which, uh, you know, was... From
4: like 20 minutes ago, it's uh, still going quite well.
0: Yeah. Uh, Have you been uh, practicing those Western introductions uh, since...
4: No, no, no. But I'm sure you could find someone here in Kansas to do this for you. Really? Actually, that is
0: a good idea. What, just driving around going like, hi, y'all, would you like to do an introduction?
4: someone that sounds like a country cowboy. I think you
0: did pretty well. I mean, that was over Skype. It was... uh, you know, pretty last minute. I think
4: you and I both know that it was absolutely terrible.
0: I'm trying to be nice, Jennifer. Just like... Yeah, it was pretty bad. Can you not just take a compliment? Uh,
4: uh, <laughs> I don't think that was a compliment.
0: Uh, but look, I've been wanting to do this for a while. i have wanting to to get you on. We kind of wanted to, to do some things with you over the time. But I mean, because... I guess we already heard from Jess earlier this episode when it came to uh, French, in French-Canadian, and, and you were the said person I mentioned about we might hear from more in this episode. I'll get to that in a minute. But just a bit of a background on yourself. Uh, you have had led a pretty fascinating 12 months, it has to be said, from... A perspective, because uh, for those listening who would have no idea who you are, you are a French teacher, and as part of your journey, you got to go to La Francais and teach uh, English. Like I said teach French. You wouldn't need to t- teach the French. French. Uh, how did you come about doing this? How does one from the United States end up teaching in France?
4: Uh, well, I was following the French Embassy on Facebook, and they posted a article uh, if someone was interested in teaching English in France. And I thought, well, I hate my job here, so why not teach and live in France? And I filled out the application, and voila, I got accepted.
0: And had it always been, a, I guess, a dream of yours to be able to to do that? I mean, was this something that I guess you wanted? No, it's always been a dream. So you'd always wanted always. To, to, to do it. Now, um, what's it like, again, as an American who then learns another language at some point in your life, obviously you must know French, uh, to then go to another country to teach the language that you grew up on to people who are speaking a language that you learnt, if that makes sense.
4: Um, It's actually completely different, I will say. So
0: in in what context? Like how would you say it's completely different?
4: Well, sometimes people will be – I mean, for example, the students could say, I is a good person. And it's hard to be, you know, oh, well, it's I am – so like verb conjugations, but then like the really crazy English rules, like, well, how come read and read are spelled the same, but pronounced differently. And they're completely two different words.
0: But I guess in context of, um, so you've gone to their country where you've learned the language, so to speak. So you've learned French. You know, how, how long does it take for you to learn French? How long did it take for you to become fluent in French?
4: Oh, I would say at least four years.
0: So then, but it depends
4: on how much you study, d- like how.
0: And you know. as we learned earlier, you were a fairly good student, uh, <laughs> yes, sort of. Uh, but when it when it comes to, I guess, how, how do they react to an American trying to teach them English? Like how, what's what's a general French child I mean, what age are these children, first of all, should we Um f- eight,
4: nine, ten,
0: eleven, twelve, thirteen. So a variety. So six, you've yeah got a collection. Yeah,
4: from third grade to ninth grade. And
0: what's their, you know, like their reception, their reaction to, to learning this language from uh from yourself, from from an American.
4: Um, they loved it. They did? Mhm.
0: And are they fascinated by America? Are they trying to ask you, you know... Yes,
4: American English is by far more popular right now instead of the Queen's English.
0: Really? Yes, this is true. So, you know, the fact that we spell words correctly and you guys take out letters. uh, It's a joke. Never mind. Uh, So, uh, uh, you were there for seven months, I believe.
4: Yes, Uh, technically eight.
0: And how would you rate that experience overall? I mean, is there something that you would you would do more often, permanently? Would you go back and do it? I mean, I know the story behind this, but I'm just oh, trying to yes. get. Oh yes,
4: no, I definitely would go back and do it again, and I would encourage every single person if they have the opportunity to go um, and take seven, eight months off, they should just go to do it. Yes, and do you? And f- it's not just French; it's just any language. Just have the experience of living in a country that's not yours and not knowing the language. You learn so much about yourself and just, like, the other country's culture. And,
0: and you would obviously also, I guess, ultimately put that French to the test because it, it's kind of learning a language in a classroom compared to being in the country where that language is spoken.
4: It's completely different, yes.
0: And But do you find it in, in – in, in uh, I'm trying to think of the word – it enhances your French-speaking capabilities? Oh, well, yes,
4: yeah, yeah, because I couldn't – I mean, especially where I lived was a very small town and not many spoke English. So I couldn't rely on the fact that I spoke English or assumed, well, I can try to say this. Like I really had to go in thinking I need to know my French. So I couldn't horse around.
0: Right. Okay. But now your next journey uh, that you've basically just about to do as well, uh, Morocco. Yes. Now, I I'm not familiar in terms of, I mean, you, you have told me, but I wasn't aware that they spoke French in Morocco. So, But they speak a variety of different languages there, right?
4: Correct, yeah. The two official languages obviously are Arabic and then the Berber language. But since the French colonized Morocco and had control of it over the country for many years, uh, there's a lot of French influences. So technically, the business language in Morocco is French.
0: So what brings you to Morocco? How do you end up in Morocco, of all places, from France?
4: Um, Well, the French, they love their vacations. So when I was on my winter vacation in February, two girlfriends of mine, uh, we decided to take a trip to Spain. And since Morocco is right there, why not check out Morocco?
0: And you just fell in love with the place.
4: Fell in love. In love with the country.
0: And so when you then go to Morocco to obviously teach, uh, do you then teach French? Do you teach English? What do you then I teach? I will be
4: teaching English, but then I actually will be given, um, I will be giving French lessons to the refugees oh, that wow. um, end up in Morocco. Wow. That's mm-hmm. very
0: noble. Very. Yeah. So is this like a special refugee school or is this like a...
4: No, it's called the ALC. It's an American Learning Center. And it... Focuses obviously on learning English, um, but as a teacher there, you can volunteer your volunteer your time to do extracurricular activities, and they specifically asked me if I wanted to volunteer my time to teach French to wow. the refugees.
0: So you sound like you will just be uh, a woman of many trades, basically doing all these different things from English to French to everything else in between. Yes. Do you know Arabic though?
4: I know the alphabet. Well, that's a start. That is a start. Yeah, uh, it kind of forms from. I there. know one, two, three words in Moroccan Arabic, mm-hmm. uh, and that's it.
0: And what are those three words?
4: Um, a lot, a little, and nothing. And, and we'll so, say them. Uh,
0: <laughs> You're going all shy. Like, <laughs> come on, then you, you got to do them.
4: Okay. Um, could, nothing is way-loo. Mm-hmm uh, a little is shuiya, mm-hmm. and a lot is bezef.
0: Bezef, bezef. You've bazafe. kind of got a bit of a look on your face, like you're not uh, sure. It's that.
4: one of those. Wow. <laughs> so I guess technically I only know two, but that's okay. That's more than probably. The majority of Americans
0: look. Look, we could sit here for ages and talk about this because I, I find this completely fascinating. This is a lot of the reasons. Like you would say to me, like, why do you want to interview me? I'm not interesting. There's nothing to talk about. But I beg to differ because, for myself and for our listeners, I feel this is a very interesting perspective, and I feel that we can definitely do this more often. When you're on there, we can we can talk about your experiences because what's fascinating for me as an Australian with so many friends around the world, I'm very fascinated by other cultures. I think you and I are very similar. We have this outlook of the world that we like to discover. Agreed. But but then it's kind of from your perspective it's like an american who go, ends up in france ends up in morocco and you kind of like you're ticking off all these boxes so like for sure we're, we're going to do this i feel like, constantly i'd like to hope in the in the coming months but what i wanted to also touch on in this episode because we spoke to my friend jess french canadian and we we discussed french and mm. we were kind of i, I learned a fair yes. bit from her over the weekend in regards to Quebec's. uh Opinions of the actual French And then it's more so I feel the French's opinion Of actual French Canadians right. Now, you're an American Born true. and bred In mm-hmm. this country we're sitting Midwest. in right now Midwest, you've lived basically in every state uh, <laughs> Five I, Well, you, look, you know, that's, that's pretty much all of Australia's states uh, True Now, having said that I believe you've only ever been to Niagara Falls Now, as, as an outsider true. Somebody who speaks French uh, To me as dumb bum Beno from Australia, I would assume, like, oh, well, look Canada's so close. Head off to Montreal. You can speak your beloved French. But tell me an opinion from a person who has learnt French French. What is the general opinion from a French perspective of French-Canadian French? Canadian
4: French? Um, of the French that I have talked to about French-Canadian, um, most of them don't believe that... It is considered French, and they don't care for their accent. But I do know one French person who loves the French-Canadian accent.
0: So you would never want to go and experience Montreal? Oh, no, I would. So you would? would.
4: Oh, yeah, of course. Because,
0: look, I've never been to Europe, so to me that's the closest to France I've ever been. Mm -hmm. And to me it's like, wow, French, French, French. But again, I've never been to France, so I can't exactly compare. That would be like me saying to you, well, you've been to America. That's comparing America to Australia. Like, we've Mm -hmm. got different things about it. I guess kind of what I was speaking to Jess about is in regards to a lot of what they say in French. I'm going to get you to do our closing now, and then at the end of the show, I'll get you to do a separate one, but that's for soon. She taught me some words, and I kind of tried to do this with you before in the car, but you said True. this is something you heard. So, carlice, which she essentially told me was a French word for fuck.
4: I've never heard of that one.
0: From a French perspective. Now, I remember in eighth grade, I went to my French teacher. My friends and I were like, oh, you know, Miss Gazzoni, like, how do you say fuck in French? And I think, like, we were very open mm-hmm. with our teacher, clearly. You know, we, we, I did really like my French teacher. Uh, but she told us the word, I believe, was like putain. Correct. P- so that's correct? Oh, putain. Mm-hmm. Putain. So is that the only way? Because, like, Jess was explaining there are multiple ways in French-Canadian you can say fuck. I think the other one she said was tabernacle that you uh, could I say. Nope, never heard of that one. Okay. So so is putain the only one you would know?
4: Um, I would consider that being closely related to fuck. Mm-hmm. But you could say mouth, which is kind of like, ah, oh, man. Nice. Right. Um,
0: I'm sure this is something kids always would mass, say to you. Um, is shit, right? Yes. "Sacra blur. Doesn't but that just that, mean holy blue?
4: Um, yes, but they don't really say that anymore. Okay. It's kind of like us saying, like, oh, gosh, gee willikers. <laughs> it Con- just... Constant, n- no oh, one really says that anymore. I do. What are you talking about? I'm very oh. innocent. Uh, right. <laughs> um...
0: Yeah, I just I'm just fascinated by the, the differences between French Canadian and and French. Like it's it's something that I just we should
4: have researched this. I don't know. I don't it's know if French Canadian.
0: We can we can do more of this later on. Um, one thing I will quickly say to you as well. I think we touched on it before with your mum. Again, Brink, we just traverse all over different subjects. Your Very eye, good. thank you. Traverse what?
4: Traverse is like to tra- like. Uh
0: well, I ordered in French okay. in Montreal. you would be proud of me I am proud that. of you. Yeah, thank yes. you. I understood some of the menu. Um, I just want to touch on your eye. I'm not actually going to touch your no, eye. Cause but it, no one really can see it, so that's why I am. But this is where the beauty of radio comes in, Miss Fisher. Right, where but we then you can, can describe my eye and okay, so I have. So like, it's gushing blood and oozing yeah. and guss and guss pus. Gus is a friend of mine back in Australia. <laughs> he's
4: oozing from my eye. He's,
0: he's, he's pouring. As oh soon as I saw it, I'm like, hey, gosh. your eye your g- looks like my friend Gus. I <laughs> thought it looked familiar. Puss is the word I'm looking for.
4: Right.
0: Tell, me this, tell us the story. I've, I've heard it. Our listeners, both of them, haven't heard the story of your True. eye. So how? tell, tell us what happened.
4: Okay, I was grocery shopping at Kroger, but this chain is from Kroger, but it's called Dylan's out here in uh, Kansas. And I was minding my own business, just dropped my mom off at work, and I decided to go grocery shopping in the evening because there's no one at the store, and I hate being around people. So clearly, it's... that's why
0: you just are dying to end this right now.
4: Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, so I was grocery shopping. And I walk up to the yogurt section. Uh,
0: As as if, of course, you would. Why wouldn't you? It's good to have, you know, good cultures
4: in your tummy. Uh, And then all of a sudden, there was this bright flash. You saw Jesus. uh, Almost, Yes. (laughs) And so there's this bright flash and I thought to myself, did someone just take a picture?
0: You know, I mean, you're a celebrity as we learned before. You're a beautiful woman now. You used to be an ugly boy, (laughs) but people always wanted to take photos of you.
4: I just, you know, I come from a big family. So I'm like, maybe someone is excited to see me and took a picture. Why not? Yeah. Uh, Looked around. No one was near me. And then I looked at my phone thinking that it was the flashlight, you know, Came on. No. And then when I was looking down at my phone and then I looked up, I realized that I lost half my vision out of my left eye. Right. And so I was like, well, this isn't good. And I looked at the yogurt and I thought, well, this is not the time to continue grocery shopping, and so I walked around the different aisles, trying to play Jumping like into
0: everything. And-
4: yeah, well, <laughs> I mean, I was trying to do the whole like, you know, you move your hand up, down, left, right, and like I followed my eyes, and I could not see out of the right part of my left eye. Wow! And I thought, well, maybe something fell into my eye, and I Gus. tried to. Yes, it was Gus actually that decided to little sneaky right. perky always does it. Gosh! Uh, so I look at uh, my reflection in the frozen food section, in the natural section, thinking that if I'm in the organic aisle, maybe I'll be blessed with the whole organic air. I don't know. You, you,
0: you want to look at yourself and think I'm all natural, natural yeah. not organic. So
4: definitely don't want to go like the
0: dog food section because that's when I look like a tomboy, or growing up.
4: So don't really want to do that. Anyway, I found. I went back to the yogurt section. I don't know why, but. The cows were calling me, you know, to go back to the dairy <laughs> They <section>. were
0: mooing. <laughs> Moo, your and eye. So it's Kansas thing. I
4: was like, well, okay. And then I found a mirror on the side of the um, shelf. Nothing was in my eye. And I was like, well, um, I probably should leave. But, but, of course, before I left, I went down the ice cream section. Bought ice cream. And I bought some organic, non-GMO coffee ice cream. And it was delicious.
0: There always has to be something turns into food related with you. And that's how that happened. This is true.
4: And I also got a chocolate... Um, a chocolate bar with coffee bits in it. And it was organic too. So oh, I was good. like, with all this organic goodness, my eye should be So better. at this
0: point, basically, you've gone, fuck it, I'm blind. I'm just going to eat. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes, fuck exactly. my life, eat, <laughs> eat, eat, whatever, as long as my belly is satisfied. I'm good. My eye, Gus yeah. can just chill in my eye <laughs> as long as. He can
4: enjoy himself in my eye. Yes. Why
0: not? Mm. Why not? So, okay, long story short, long story short, you have a displaced retina.
4: Uh, a detached retina.
0: That actually. too, yes. So. And that, I can imagine, is not something that you're like, oh my god, this is kind of good. This you're like, merd, this is shit. Merd.
4: Merd, this is Boku de merd, with
0: my lovely accent. That was Boku de, like, very <laughs> merd?
4: Uh, a lot of shit. Oh,
0: well, of course it is. So,
4: yeah, I went to the eye doctor the next morning, and the lady was like, well, how fast can you get to this specialist in Topeka? And so my mom said immediately, so my mom- And to
0: pick is like an hour away from correct, where we are in Manhattan. Drove
4: out um, of Manhattan like a bat out of hell, got to the specialist, and he said, yeah, your eyes fucked, and I don't know why, because you're only 27, and only old people kind of get this. So- it's All those days as being
0: an ugly tomboy, it just caught up on you.
4: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so long story short- uh had to have eye surgery immediately the following day and now I have uh, Gus hanging out in my eye.
0: Now just to d- explain I really Gus I hope your
4: friend Gus like listens to this. Can and- I
0: can I can be completely honest with you? I actually don't know anybody called Gus. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought I would cover that. I was just like, "Fuck it!" Oh my
2: god! If there's anybody called Gus listening, I'll be
0: your friend. I just
4: went on a Tinder date, and his name was
0: Gus. Oh, well, there you go. Well, your friend Gus. So Uh, there you go. Uh, So to explain the eye, um, I mean, look, I've seen it kind of from day one to now, and I mean, it's it's looking pretty good now. I mean, you've kind of got like a it kind of just looks like I got annoyed with you at one point and just punched you. Um, yeah, it, like, it's like the I mean, unfortunate part to be completely. Yeah, honest. basically, it looks like I've been abused. You've kind of got like a scratch, and your eyes like slightly red. But I, I guess again, long story short, going along with this is that sadly you are now incapable of flying because they had to put like an air. What did Why they have to do? Why do we
4: have to talk about this? Because I want to yes, make you sad. They put an air bubble inside my eye.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. So she, She's so distressed by it. She has to like vomit.
4: No, I just was trying to be not rude and burp into the microphone. You I mean,
0: you can. Um, Gus would expect it.
4: Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I have an air bubble in my eye. And for that reason, I can't swim. I can't jump. I can't even do push-ups. You baby. can't jump. <laughs> I can't jump. So <laughs> like,
0: where does that explanation come from with the doctor? Okay. Jennifer, you can't fly. You can't run. You can't jump That's very important Well
4: jumping Like jumping jacks But like if you're rankings. walking In the road
0: And a car's coming towards you you're like Oh shit no I can't jump out of the way Cause I'll you hurt
4: can't, I can't jump Or else like my eye would <laughs> Sorry
0: move. that was just A very specific thing <sighs> Yeah So okay well.
4: Yeah so I'm grounded Pretty much <laughs> Figuratively and literally That's
0: why we got your mum On the show Before basically yeah. to, to talk
4: So it's like I'm back In 7th grade 7th or 8th grade And she won't allow me To go to the movie theaters If the movie's are. To watch Van Yeah
0: Yeah so. You know, well, the new Mummy movie came out. It's kind of similar, you know, like you can't go see Tom Cruise like PG thirteen. Yeah.
4: Wait, Tom Cruise is in that movie? Apparently,
0: it's really shit. Oh. Yeah. Bring back the Brendan Fraser one. Well, you seen that?
4: Brandon Fraser? Yeah, that was my first scary movie. Actually,
0: how good was Brendan Fraser? Bring back hashtag Bring back Brendan Fraser. I think he's pretty cute. I, I would I would go there. I, I would uh, totally go on a Tinder date with him and Gus. So, um, <laughs> you know, why not? Um, well, look, again, this has been fun. I'm glad we can do this. We're going to get you on at the end of this episode when I close it because I'm going to get you to wrap her up with our closing. I won't do it now because it's a perfect way for you to do it in French to see if it differs from what we heard at the beginning of the show. Okay. But, uh, Jennifer, this has been fun. I'm glad we could do this and we will talk to you again very, very soon. Okay, thank you. Welcome back to The Brink. Uh, We're about to close out. Do you want to continue that again? No. Do it. Come on. No, I forgot it. I don't know. Ladies and gentlemen, the national anthem of the United States of America, sung by Jennifer Fisher. No. Oh, say can you see. Do you really want me to butcher your national anthem? She's so embarrassed right now, and it's ridiculous because you actually have a really good voice. Anyway, we're going to close this show out. Was going to close it out with a national anthem, but little Miss Shy Girl over here doesn't want to do it. I'm
2: Tamida.
0: Exactly. Um, this has been a lot of fun. To everybody who's tuned in, this has been great. And to all of our guests, well, both of them, uh, <laughs> it's been a lot of fun. But um, before I kind of do the closing out, what <laughs> <laughs> you can make noises like This is like the least professional quiet. podcast in the world mm. We're sitting here drinking fucking Coronas Like do you actually think this is super it's professional? So yeah yeah. Uh, How would you say Corona in French?
4: Corona <laughs> I
0: kind of assumed it would be How would you say Tim Tam in French? Is that just like Le Tim, Tim Tam. Tam? Yeah Okay.
4: proper noun Proper nouns don't really change I don't I as Except as for when they're like Oh it's a country So let's just totally not use the country's name But Lo- we do that L'Australie Lo- Australia. Is that how would you say? Mm-hmm.
0: It? Right. See, when I was in Montreal the other day, they had like this street with all the flags of the world, and we were trying to work it out. Like they're in a weird alphabetical order, but it took us a while to realize they were in French. French, right? Because like Germany was right at the beginning, and the USA was like in the middle. Because like isn't the un- really, yeah. United States is in it, so uh, we're going to close this out in just a second. Uh, just let me say to both of our listeners, uh, you look like you're expecting me to say something interesting here, but it's not really. Uh, you can always follow us Facebook, Twitter, you know the jazz. Subscribe to us <laughs> online uh, at Wushka. Thanks to Wushka for being a podcast. I'm not going to say what she's doing. Um, <laughs> and remember to like, subscribe online to us as well. Leave us feedback. Um, I'm sure that this episode is going to peak very much. So <laughs> make the, all the noises you want to. Oh it's it's entertaining. Um, now, next week, I don't know where I'm going to be. Well, I do know where I'm going to be, but we don't know what's going to be in the show. I want you to close out. So we close out every episode of The Brink. I've done this since I was uh, 19 years old. I had to come up with a closing because apparently every radio host needs to have like a famous thing they say to close off a show. I came up with the phrase... Keep sucking those oranges, Hobart, and good night. Now, I'm going to get you to say that to me in French in a minute because you're going to close out the show. Just quickly, another word that I've created on this show, brinkalicious. Can that be translated into French? (laughs) You didn't even need me to finish (laughs) this. You're like, no, Ben, that is a stupid (laughs) word. No. My real language in the world, French, it's proper, it's very, you know, special. They don't say brinkalicious. Could I say le brinkalicious?
4: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Would well, that mean the brinkalicious? Yes. I did French for you. Or you could half. say like
4: brinkalicious quoi. Because the French like to add just quoi at what's, the end of everything. Quoi, quoi mean? means like what.
0: Brinkalicious But they just what? like to
4: say it. I could say like, um, j'ai faim quoi. Like I'm hungry,
0: what? Well, I mean, you always are. So that's kind of like Canadian saying a. Yeah. Or us saying mate. Mm-hmm. Or Americans say I'll shoot you because I've got a gun. Uh,
4: that <laughs> or how we say like all the time.
0: Like or you're welcome. Like, uh, no. Sir, yes. ma'am. No. What is what is okay before you close it out you <laughs> know <laughs> when it's closing everything she's like oh god I- so only going to be a minute My timer <laughs> She's spaghetti waiting spaghetti for a
4: spaghetti squat. She's like Ben shut up You said this is only going to be like If a I minute. burn it I'm going to be pretty
0: pissed What is the most offensive thing You could say to me in French right now And I don't even <gasps> want you to translate it I have to Google this later I on I just
4: don't know Just Honestly, say something really
0: Incredibly offensive to me in French Incredibly Something you've always wanted to say to me Ben Waterworth But say it in French
4: I've never Do it I just don't do
0: stuff Do it nice. you've, you've, You am You really have a mean spirit of bone in your body Jennifer Fisher You are going to say it to me right now French. Me up, say something incredibly mean to me in French. Um, j'ai faim. That that sounded so short. <laughs> j'ai faim. J'ai faim. So what does that mean? I'm hungry. So that's what you say offensive. <laughs> You're no fun. All right. Oh, I'm
4: not the type of person to say stuff mean. I'll I'm get you to
0: say thinking. it later on. Keep sucking those oranges, Hobart, and good night. You're going to say that to me in French. Do you need me to repeat that, or do you think you have it?
4: Um, no I'd say continue à sucer Orange oranges et bonne nuit.
0: Continue
4: à sucer Orange oranges et bonne nuit.
0: Hold that thought everybody thanks for listening we'll be back next week and to close it out Jennifer Fisher to repeat this for the third time in one go until next week continue à sucer des oranges et bonne nuit.